I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 286, my review of Outer Range, the third and fourth episodes. And it occurred to me as I was watching the enthralling third and fourth episodes of Outer Range that this new series on Amazon Prime has a lot of Twin Peaks in it. I mean, an investigation of a murder against a backdrop that has a Philip K. Dickian mind-bending backdrop is a rare thing, with a pulsating potential to be memorable if it's done up right. Now, if Deputy Sheriff Joy, one of my favorite characters and being played really well by Tamara Podemsky, expresses a joy in cherry pie, I may be on to something. Outer Range is one strange bird, if I may mix metaphors, and it's getting stranger by the episodes. In the third and fourth episodes, and linguistically evocative also of Twin Peaks, we have a mountain disappearing. This gives the time-shifting or time-traveling or whatever exactly is going on a much longer timeline. If we're talking about mountains coming and going, you know, we're entering the NBC series La Brea, territory, and even further back than that. Autumn, she's a character, probably has the most knowledge of what's going on at this point, and she's not saying too much, despite her smile and her seeming willingness to answer every question. On the other side of the being informative curve, it's not clear how much of what happened to Royal, good portrayal by Josh Brolin, when he spent the better or worse part of the dead of night in that waterhole, well, it's not clear if he either doesn't really remember or doesn't want to talk about that. I sure hope his wife Cecilia keeps pushing him for a briefing, and he does more than look pained when she walks away, frustrated because he's not talking. Now, in all fairness to Royal, he does have a lot on his mind. Let's face it, a dead body is bad news in the most normal of times, and outer range is most assuredly not normal. Wayne, well played by Will Patton, knows a little more than he's saying, too, and the fact that he's more focused on that west pasture than who killed his son, well, that says a lot, too. But back to that in-and-out mountain. You can't beat Burl Ives singing Big Rock Candy Mountain. And with Juice Newton's Angel of the Morning also playing in the fourth episode, we've got some timeless music in this time-warping narrative. And I'll see you back here next week with my review of the next two episodes. The Big Rock Candy Mountain.
Well, I hope you enjoyed that review of episodes 1.3 and 1.4 of Outer Range. I will be back here next week with my review of the fifth and sixth episodes of this strange and exciting new series. And of course, I'll be back here with my review of the next episode of Star Trek Picard, the next episode of Slow Horses. I'll have another interview or two, which I think you'll really enjoy. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound. And hey, I just heard that Emmanuel Macron won his bid for re-election in France. Every victory for democracy over fascism really counts in this worldwide struggle. And that struggle is taking place in no place more seriously with the result of so many innocent lives lost than in Ukraine. So do what you can to help those brave people of Ukraine defeat the Russian invaders. The Light on Light Through Podcast. Athens, 2042 AD. She ripped the paper in half then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left, again, into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson spilled code about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.